Welcome to this series of podcasts exploring the way forage shrubs can be used on mixed farms in the Mallee. Across the series, we'll be looking at how shrubs can be used to build drought resilience, reclaim saline land. We'll also hear about the importance of providing diverse shrubs to optimise animal nutrition, and we'll meet a farmer planting novel pasture shrub mixes. In this first podcast, we meet a couple with over 30 years' experience planting, managing, and utilising saltbush in northwest Victoria. Hi, it's Nick Poultridge here from Mallee Sustainable Farming. I'm travelling through the Mallee at the moment, meeting farmers with experience planting and managing fodder shrubs. Today, I'm with Ian and Elizabeth McNabb, who farm at Carwhoop, about 40 kilometres south of Mildura. How are you going, Ian and Elizabeth? Can you tell us a bit about your farm? It's a typical dry farm with about 7,000 acres and a lot of shower ground that we are trying to bring back with saltbush. We've mainly Sam Marinos and Angus Chaos. When did you start planting salt, Sheen? We started back in 2000. We bought a living machine from WA and the trade has gone on since then. And when you started, uh, what varieties were available for you to plant? Well, the main one then was just our man. And did you plant tube stock or seed? We started with seed, but then nobody told us we needed a thunderstorm to germinate it. So it sat there for four years, abused every seed grower in the country, and then we moved over to seedlings, which we could see what was happening. Then four years later, we got the thunderstorm and it came all the seeds. So basically, you've got to have a thunderstorm to get the seed to germinate. If you had your time again, would you focus on planting tube stock? No, I think it costs a bit more, but I'd go for the seed stock because of the water loves planting them. You can see what you're doing yeah. and they grow straight away. And I think that with the tube stock, you have you prepared the mounds and they're wheat free. And then because the tube stock has their root, they take straight off and less competition for the weeds. They do not like weeds when they're first grown. What row spacings? Only three bees avoid. How did you prepare the ground? That was Ian's job. He'd mound the ground and then he'd work it and you can't have any weeds. So make sure it's weed free. And we had to climb it with hopefully summer storms. So they took off better then. How did you choose what parts of the property to plant? Marginal areas, low areas. And we tried around salt pans. We've worked out how far out you can come from a salt pan and what type of soil we could put it into. The better the soil, the better the plant. So I suppose your motives were... Reclamation of land. Reclaim land, reduce the groundwater, but also provide a useful source of That's right. feed for the sheep. Yes. Have you got any tips for listeners on how to manage the grazing? We made sure it was well established to the ground that the stock wouldn't pull the plants out. No, we used to concentrate with sheep on the plant. And once they got a certain height, we'd mow them down with the cows because they always wanted to reach the high bits. Yeah, that's interesting because a lot of the people have had an issue with keeping the plants trimmed. So it sounds like yeah. having some cows has been... Yeah, they're pretty cheap just by a few cows. You can't leave them in there too long and then destroy the crown of the plant either. You have to, be, have to watch your grazing. Elizabeth, do you find that the stock are born knowing how to graze the salt bush? They need training. When we introduce the lambs to the salt bush, we take the ewes in with them and the ewes love it. The, the lamb will just follow in and eat, so it's good. 
I've been hearing from some people that they're having trouble with rabbits moving into their plantations. Have you got any advice on rabbit control? Yes. The spacings of the rows so you can go down and rip. You can use baits. The problem when we've had a really good year last year and the regeneration, there's going to be problems with rabbits because it's spreading everywhere and it's quite thick. We can't get in and do our normal program of checking. So you were saying that you prefer to plant on heavier ground because that's less prone to rabbit infestation. Rabbits don't seem to worry the flat country. They like a bit of hilly ground. Now they keep out of that flat country. Now you said you started with old man saltbush. Have you tried any other varieties of shrub or saltbush? Yeah, we, we've tried most of them, but the main ones that survive are just the old man thing. The other fine leaf one, the Murray saltbush, we've still got some of them. They're hanging on pretty good. But the stock actually likes them better because there's probably less salt in them. Now, we had a terrible run of dry years from 2017 through to 2020. How did the shrubs survive that period? Yeah, well, the first three years of the drought, we kept all our stock alive. We just never got any rain to germinate it again. And from 2021, the last couple of years, it's starting to come back. Which varieties are regenerating now from the original stands? Yeah, mainly just old men. So did you find that having the shrub plantings really came into its own during that dry period from 2017 to 2020? Oh, yes. We were running over 500 cattle at the moment. Prices weren't all that flash, so we keep feeding them and growing them. And it wasn't until about 20 when up north got their rain and we were able to sell a lot of cows and calves up through that country. It was great to see that we could hang on to them. For three years, with basically no rain, and without having to get rid of any of the stock while the pricing were pretty sick. Roughly, what area of saltbush have you got? We've got most of our low country covered. Work out around about a thousand acres. Some of it's too wet. The wet year of eleven knocked us around a bit because it got too wet. But what was on the right in between ground actually grew fantastic. And it was the lust to uh, keep the stock going. Now, in addition to using the saltbush as a living haystack for dry times, do you also use it at other times of the year? Yes, we'll put in lambing ewes or just give them a break. And the main advantage of it is just to put them in for a few weeks and give them a bit of a change, especially the lambs, they just do kick off with it. So, yeah, I use it quite a bit of the, all times of the year because I do drop lambs at all different times of the year. And therefore, a green pick is at any time of the year is always great. It's really interesting to see the flexibility that the fodder shrubs have brought your system. It also seems that it's making you more drought resilient and able to get stock off country during dry times. So it's a real asset to the farm. Absolutely, yeah, because you can then lamb any time. You don't have to worry about a nice green pick for the lambs because, you know, you've got it sitting out there in the salt pan. And have you found that the saltbush plantings have helped you reduce the spread of the salt pans or the regionally high water table? Oh, Absolutely. That's another one of the main reasons I did go for it as well, is to keep the water table down. It was always interesting running to the water table. The roots started to go right down to it and feed straight from that table.
We, we find now that after mounding and having bare ground between the mounds, as the saltbush grow, we found we're getting more native grasses back between the mounds. That wasn't there before. Fantastic. So it's helping you reclaim land. That's so great. Have you got any final messages for listeners out there? I'm a great fan of the saltbush because it's basically a haystack blowing all the time. And at the moment, it's starting to come back very good, ready for the next drought, which I hope won't happen too soon. But if you've got any sour ground or any ground that's not producing, it's ruby. It's the only way to go because there's so much salt country around and it's, it's just great to see a salt pan covered in green. Ian and Elizabeth, thank you so much for showing me around today and being part of this podcast. This project is supported by the Mallee Catchment Management Authority with funding from the Australian Government's Future Drought Fund. Thanks for joining us. If you want to hear more, like and subscribe to the MSF Farm Talk podcast. Catch you later.